0: All right, guys, we are back. Sandra's back. We fixed the problem <laughs> that we Finally. had last week. <laughs> right? I think what happened is Lex played on the phone, deleted the app, then I had to go re-download the app, and then I didn't put the right permissions on, so it wasn't working the way it was supposed to.
1: That would explain it.
0: No, so, yeah, so... Um, But this week, I know I said we were gonna talk about boys and trips and all that. And we will do that. We'll go back to that next week. But Sandra and I were having an interesting conversation. So this is kind of an off the cuff episode about job hunting and different stories and advice and other things that we have about our time job hunting and working. Because even though I'm a stay at home mom, I spent a lot of years job hunting and working. So here we go. Um, First, we're gonna do a little catch up. Project Burnout is going great for me. I've been through a lot of candles. I've even had to go like refill my box. I went through so many. That's why Dollar Tree is good for stuff like this. You can get like small scented candles. So, you know, after about three, four days and you're sick of the smell, it's already done. You can go find a different one and you don't have to have like this huge scented candle that's got to be burnt for like two weeks. And uh, I'm still f- hanging out with Jennifer, me and her are doing good, and we're friends. And how about you, Sandra? Any catch-up that you want to fill us in on? Um, Hello? Okay. Nah, I didn't I'm know here. if you were still there. I
1: <laughs> it. No, no, no. I'm still <laughs> Not here. Um, Let me see. So, Oh, you're asking about updates, right? Yeah. Um, for me, How's the phone going? Uh, I was actually just going to get into that. Um, pretty much the only major update for me is I enrolled back in school as of last year. Well, I had been going to this university, but um, I, had to, I had to drop out of school for a little bit. But there's a whole other story in itself. But um, anyway, so I've been in school since then, since summer of 21, which was last year. And so I've already completed about a year's worth of my upper division courses and I am currently on my I'm on actually on one of my la, on my few classes that I have left before I get my diploma next year. So that's mm. pretty much yeah. So that's pretty much where I'm at with that. And um
0: shit, I haven't brought Noah. I'll tell him that next. Go ahead. ahead
1: okay and then the other uh, and then there's actually a sad update i have um so i had two cats for a while and my older cat sapphire unfortunately passed away last month it was i think it was like right before mother's oh, day I you telling me that yeah, yeah she yeah she she was sick she was diagnosed with cancer for those who may be wondering what what had
0: happened to her um that's weird you are not the first person um, this year that I know that had that happen. Like literally not, I want to say like, maybe like February, March, one of my friends that I know that lives Mm -hmm. out here by one of my neighbors, she, um, she had one of her cats diagnosed with cancer. And she said at first she was super down to go pay for all the treatments and all that. But they said it was so bad off that like, even if she did, there was like nothing that, could be done so she's like it sucked but I just had to put her down because there was nothing that I could have done like
1: right yeah it's and and it's sad because it's like you want to do something or you wish you could take away their pain but there's nothing you can do really there's and and yeah that
0: I have a story about that but I'll tell that after we
1: Okay, yeah, no, and yeah, and, and it and the more sad thing is like after he, talking with the vet and stuff, he he said that it it happens more common than people think and it, it more occurs with older animals. So that's just a little bit of a of, of an FYI for those who are either first time animal owners or have never heard of that, but it, it is it is sad but
0: true. On that so I'll tell I'll tell my little story now. So when I was okay. a kid, we had this dog named Winter. Winter was from the time my mom started dating Stan to and moving in with him. Like she was at his house. So basically, he bought her as a gift for his daughter Holly, who's a couple years older than I was. And because she, he was divorced from Holly's mom, Holly w- did was only there on certain weekends, not all of them. So the dog was at his house and it was for her but her mom said she basically had to leave it at his house so it kind of became his dog and when we moved in there it kind of became like our dog because we started feeding her we started helping take her for walks and all that stuff you know because you know when you're a little kid you finally live in a place with a dog you get like excited so um yeah and then I remember we get to I think I was in fifth grade and it was right before Christmas vacation. And we noticed that she's not eating anything. Like, okay, so we take her to the vet. She all of a sudden goes from, she's there for like, oh, just a quick checkup, make sure she's okay, whatever. She had had this issue before where she like ate something that made her stomach upset. And so for a couple of days, she didn't eat because her stomach hurt. To, she's going to be gone a couple of days. And my parents aren't telling us what's up because- Whatever, they're just telling us that she's sick. The vet is trying to help her. That's all we know. Well, then it gets to the last night before the last night before Christmas break. Like two nights before Christmas break. She comes home, everything's cool, like everything's great. She's acting like super sick still. She's like being like slow and just like sleeping a lot. But we're like, whatever, she's home, like she's better. Um literally the next day we get home from going to my grandma's because my grandma would watch us after school and she's gone again. And so we're like confused, like, where did she go? Like, where did what happened? And they told us basically, like, hey, sit down, like we have to talk. Sorry to tell you this, but we had to put her to sleep. Basically, what happened is she had stomach cancer really bad. Mm. And they couldn't do anything like if they tried all they could do was give her pain medicine they could do that or put her to sleep what did they want to do and they obviously my parents chose you know don't let her suffer just put her to sleep and like if that's going to make it better for her just do that you know mm-hmm. going in my room and being like so upset because it's almost Christmas. How could you do that? Like, it's almost Christmas. Like what the F like being so upset. Like I understand now as an adult, but I think at the time I was just like, you killed my dog and it's Christmas. What the frick is wrong with you people? Uh, but I just remember bawling my eyes out. And then we used to see these things called reading logs. The next day we get to school and my teacher said like, Hey, You didn't do, shout out to Miss Jacoby. I loved her. She was one of the best teachers I ever had. Um, She told me, like, you didn't do your reading log. What's up? And I immediately burst into tears. And she's like, oh, my God, like, what happened? And I told her, well, my dog got put to sleep last night. Like, I don't, I didn't have time. I'm so sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just, like, crying and crying. And she goes, you know what? I'm going to let it go because that's not your fault. Like, you didn't cause that. So just forget it. Like, close so, to
1: her for that shout out to the <laughs> right
0: I'm going to be that kind of teacher right. by the way now, now, mm-hmm. in a happier update we adopted a kitten everybody and his name is Noah um the kids are so overly excited and don't understand like we're still trying to teach him not to be super rough because you know he's a baby but other than that like They're kind of adjusting, but there's still moments where you have to remind them, like, hey, man, like, he's really tiny. Like, you don't need to be so rough. Chill out a little bit. Other than that, yeah, everything's going great.
1: Well, I'm glad to hear that you're getting settled in with your kitty.
0: Although there was, uh, yesterday he went and hid somewhere because the kids were being super loud, and I guess it freaked him out. And he went and hid, we have this closet under our stairs, and that's where his litter box is, you know. And he went in there. There's some old boxes in there of, like, stuff that's in storage, and one of them happens to be empty. Hi, Noah. Come here. Come here, Bubba's. Hi, Bubba's. But, yeah, one of them happened to be in in there. He went in there and went to sleep for, like, three, four hours. We couldn't find him. It got to a point where Aaron and I are basically arguing over, like, who went outside today? Who left the door open today? I'm like, I haven't been outside all day today. I haven't went anywhere. Like, don't blame this on me. Like all their windows have screens on them some of the screens are broken so he's like well if you left the window open he could have got out and blah 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 like he doesn't jump up on the counters i'm tr- teaching him not to do that like he goes upstairs but he doesn't go in the bathroom because he's afraid of the bathroom because we gave him a bath and now he's scared of the bathroom so he wouldn't go in there on his own like don't even try to blame me no and then so he leaves. him and the kids leave to go walk around the apartment complex looking just in case like he got out Admittedly, as soon as they leave, I go in that back closet because that's the last place I'd seen them at. And I was just like, I'm just going to look again. Like, I've been there several times. And I'm like, Did anybody bother to look in the boxes? Like, no. So I went in there, started looking in all the boxes. I moved one of them. All of a sudden, I hear something like moving in it. And I'm like, Well, shit, look who it is. Look who decided (laughs) to join me. So. But at least we found him. That's something about kittens, too. If you're a new pet owner, kittens tend to sleep a lot, especially during the day. Oh, yes, they do. They do. So he's been doing that. He's been finding little hiding places in the house and just like going to sleep there. His favorite, like I said, is that little closet. And if he can't get in there, he likes to go up into the kids' room, because usually during the day, me and the kids are downstairs, so Aaron can sleep. He likes to go in there and get back behind their dresser and go to sleep, so there's that, too. Um, anyways, I said we were going to talk about work stuff, and all it is is us talking about pets and shit. Okay, <laughs> so uh, give us a minute, and we'll start talking about work. Oh, question of the week is, do you have a pet? If so, what kind of pet do you have? Okay. Now we're going to start talking about work. Hold on a sec. All right, guys, we're running into a bit more technical difficulties. God damn it. I thought I fixed it. I guess I didn't. Hold on. I'm going to try and get Sandra back. And if I can't, roll to the ad, roll to the ad. All right, can you hear
1: me? Now I can hear you.
0: So, have you heard about the whole bait and switch thing some jobs are doing
1: to me mm, no
0: so i've read a lot of reddit stories so there's so many people called on or somebody called you no know, work or just no something about like office jobs and working so people are going on there and people are literally saying that jobs will post a listing saying you're going to make like 25 an hour you're going to work at this distance from your house like within your same city like 10 minutes away and it's such a good job you'll have benefits this that and the other thing and the person will apply get the job and working It'll literally be, instead of being like $23 an hour, it's like $19 an hour. Instead of being like a 10-minute drive away from them in their same town, it's like a job two hours away and there's no benefits. And then they'll like, but you applied for this job and we're just going to have you work up to that. And it's like, no, you said when I, if you hired me that I would be getting that. Which shows you how desperate some places really are just to get people to work for them, that they have to like lie to us
1: yeah i've heard okay not now now i think i know what you're talking about now
0: isn't that insane that some places that's, are so desperate for people to that's work crazy at? back probably like five or ten years ago um well more like 10 because five years ago i start i became a stay-at-home mom but 10 years ago when i started job hunting it was so hard just to get it, to call you back an interview or not,
1: yeah. And I dealt with that problem exactly a few years ago, too.
0: Which is insane to me now that she was on the other foot. Like, there's so many jobs desperate for people, they have to like lie to get you to come and actually like apply and interview with them. Like, do you know how? I don't want to say I lied, but I definitely tried to word it to make myself sound better so they would hire me. And I would never even get a call back or I'd get an interview and they'd tell me, oh, like, you, this was so great. It was so great, like, meeting you, whatever, like, we'll call you. And then I, I would never hear shit from them. Yeah, like,
1: that was the end of things right there.
0: Right. Like that, oh my god, I have a story about Denny's that I went to reply to one time that was literally... Fucking like part of it was my fault. I I know that, but like, oh my fucking god! This okay. So let me tell you. So, at the time, I had lived with Aaron's parents. At the time, we were living there, and I had worked at Mountain Mike's for a while. Literally, that job got to a point where there were so many of us working. I was barely getting like ten hours a week. Barely, I <laughs> basically couldn't for shit. Um, literally. There, they found the manager would find some reason to like sit there and be like, Oh, I need to write you up for like you. Um, like even if I had the exact uniform on, he would find something wrong, like, Oh, the um, you have to wear black jeans and today your jeans like aren't black enough, or like, Oh, like, um, you forgot your visor today, like, and you had to borrow one, so that's a write up, or like, that's stupid not very jam, like, I'm clearing. Not working I'm working. I'm the tables, or I'm outside spinning the sign, or I'm walking around putting your stupid fucking little post-it note coupon thingies on the fucking door. Hey, no, we don't go by the counters. Hey, come on, come on, Bubba. Hey, come on this way, this way. Come sit with me. Come sit with me. Come sit with me. Um, but yeah, yeah, stuff like st- just stupid stuff, or. Like oh your car wouldn't. You called to let me know your car wouldn't start. Well, um, because you didn't have a way to work or whatever. Like that's a write up or like a whatever. Like like a a strike whatever you know. Oh my god. Like stupid shit shit for shit like that wasn't my fault. Like my car at the time was having a lot of issues. And I told him that from the like my car sometimes has issues so if I'm not able to make it in like I will call and tell you and even when I did I still got in trouble and I'm like bro you knew from the start what was going on like I told you it's not like I'm sitting here like making up excuses to not come to work time he told me I called him because I had food poisoning and I was throwing up like everywhere and he literally told me like like oh yeah I don't do poisoning. I think they're hungover I think you lied and I was just like but Lily you can't fucking ask that though
1: oh my gosh
0: (laughs) but anyways like I said I was like when I left that that last day that I was there I just I walked in he told me hey like I and this day I did wear kind of like we were supposed to wear black jeans and I wore like blue capris and he was like they need to be like all the way down and they need to be black jeans like those are the wrong pants like you can't wear those so can you go home and change and then come back and I was just like okay and he goes oh but when you come back I need write up that you wore like the wrong clothes my washing machine was working I didn't have a clean uniform at home I tried to explain that to him and he wouldn't listen so he told me like you can't just go back like no you don't pay me enough to be able to buy shit like Can afford to put gas in my car to get here. Like, what do you think?
1: The nerve of some managers.
0: So I just like left and I didn't go back. And the next day I was supposed to work again and I just didn't go back. And then the next day, and then it came time for my check. And I just went in, I got my check. And him and a district manager having a, I don't know if it was a district manager or regional, but someone who was like upper management was off at some table like having a meeting and all I remember is the assistant manager will call her Marie because I don't remember her name well I do but I'll just call her Marie because it'll be easier than saying her name and like outing her told me like hey they're over there I think you really should go talk to him because like um there's like some paperwork for you to sign or whatever and I was just like oh yeah yeah like I'll I'll do that and she's like okay if you want to go wait for him, you can go sit over there and I was just like okay I got my check thing saying I got my check and I left like I didn't go back like so that probably was partly my fault for the way I handled like leaving that job but so that probably played a big role in what happened at this thing but the way she reacted to it as well could have went better like you know what if you didn't want to hire me you could have just came and said like straight up I found out some stuff about the way you left your other job and now I don't want to hire you like you could have just said that right mm-hmm. the interview went like this so I get the call because I had when I lived with Aaron's parents I kind of wasn't really job super seriously it was just like I'll put out some here and there and if I, I think I get something you know I didn't really care about it and she called me and was like hey my, I'm the um, manager at Five Points and he was like you come in like we have a hostess spot open and like I wanted to interview you so I come in and I start interviewing. Everything goes great. At the end of the interview, she tells me, hey, like, that was so awesome. You sound so good. Like, I know you said that you were mainly like a dishwasher at your other job. But like, if you come in, like, we'll train you how to be a hostess and teach you how to do all that. Like, it's fine. And I was just like, all right, cool. Like, I'm down. And she's like, all right. So basically, you got the job just come in on, for example, Tuesday, because I don't remember exactly what the days work because it was so long ago now um come in on Tuesday and like we'll have orientation get you to sign all the paperwork and um give you your uniform all that so I'm like all right cool like I'm super so the few days pass by Tuesday rolls around I get dressed up I go in the paperwork ready to do everything super excited I get there and I sit down in a little waiting area and because there was nobody up there so the hostess thing comes out like are you here to be seated blah 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 and I'm like oh no like Morgan told me to come in and yes that's her real name I think fig- I don't care she probably doesn't work there anymore but who cares I said Morgan told me to come in because she's um trying to hire me for whatever position and like I'd like to like she told me to come in here to have like a meeting with her today and she was like okay well give me a minute. She's a little bit busy. So like, give her a couple minutes and she'll be right with you. And I was just like, all right, cool. About 10 minutes passes by. Nothing. Pass by nothing. Eventually I'm sitting there for an hour waiting and I can see her in the back coming and like looking around the kitchen door, like staring at me. And I'm like, you know, if you don't want to, hire me like come out and say or if you're too busy to do this like you could have just came up to me like a while ago and said you're busy like just come yeah. say you're busy like that's all you did hello.
1: Yeah I was gonna say that's so weird though
0: right and then I noticed after about an hour I thought you know well maybe she's just checking to see if I'm still here so I wait another five or two she comes out looks literally leans out the door where I can see her looks right at me we make eye contact and as soon as we make eye contact she like runs back into the kitchen like damn girl like if you didn't want to hire me you could have just called me and said because I wasted my time and my gas to come down here when I could have been putting in job applications elsewhere or doing something else with my you could have called and and let me know so that was the end of that apparently okay now here's where it gets weird couple months go by I'd say like four to six months literally have forgotten all about well not completely forgotten but literally hadn't thought about that ever like it was like whatever bygones are bygones I'm done so I'm out with Hans from Frozen which is a certain person's name and we would go on our all-night adventures well one night we were super bored and I'm like hell yeah like let's go to Danny's and drink some coffee well I figured, you know, well, let's go to the Denny's over on Oakdale out by the mall since there's almost never there when I go there. Let's go there. So that's where we went. We're sitting down, we're drinking our coffee, we're talking, everything. And we've been there maybe a good hour, hour and a half just drinking coffee, eating snacks, talking, like not a big deal because I have a two, four, six, eight, and we're, we're snacks here and there and coffee. Not a big deal. All of us. Like the the girl comes to us and says like hey like are you ready to wrap up because they're um like even though Denny's is twenty four hours like some of the stuff in the kitchen is shutting down so I, we just wanted to like know if you we were done or not like so we're like okay like we'll just make this our last cup and then we'll go so she goes okay so she comes she takes the mugs goes back in the kitchen we notice her come out with two different mugs and sit them in the window and then she walks off and I'm like that's weird like there's no other customers here you can just bring us coffee whatever all of a sudden guess who walks up to the table sits the coffee mugs down looks at me right in my face makes eye contact with me and then says hi and then walks off just take take a wild guess take a wild guess
1: you are I, I, I think I know who you're talking about.
0: Yep. It was her. And I'm just like, girl, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, I first of all, I don't know you. Second of all, I ain't here to cause a scene. I just want some fucking coffee at two o'clock in the morning. Come on, girl. Don't be a bitch. Like, don't be weird. Don't make it weird. Like, I'm not here to say anything to you. I'm not here to, you know. I just want <laughs> coffee and two dollar snacks. mozzarella sticks and onion wings, girl. That's all I want.
1: And a side order of peace.
0: Right? (laughs) I get it. Maybe you felt awkward and weird about the whole situation, but, like, I literally was not. Like, I literally didn't make a scene, nothing. We were literally sitting there talking and drinking coffee. Like, I don't know. It was just weird to me that she made a point to come to the table and, like, make eye contact with me and be like, hi!
1: That is so awkward.
0: Like, right? Like, for what, though? Like, for what? All right, Sandra, you got any weird inter- stories like that or awkward stories that came from jobs like that?
1: Um, I don't know if you would consider this weird or awkward but I I, I would kind of count this um, so are you ready to hear this semi-awkward slash weird story about Payless?
0: Yes. Oh, I have one too. We both ha- have applied to this and both checked up on it but go first.
1: Alright, so This is so a story if- we have
0: in common guys and it happened before we even met. <laughs> one of many How- things that we had in common before we even met
1: (laughs) very a very coincidental if you asked me but anyway here's my you
0: know what maybe i should just like ditch Aaron and marry you that would probably be like way easier
1: right (laughs) 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 anyway let's get to my story so so at the mall closest to modesto well modesto does have a mall um there used to be a Payless shoe, shoe store, and so in the last couple of years or so, they closed, closed down, and like so what they was that?
0: Shut down most. I think twenty thirteen they started like most of their stores because there was still one in Riverbank, but then over the last like eight or nine years, and all down. But it started slow at first. I remember that.
1: Yeah, and then, and then it eventually hit Armald, like, either 2019 or 20. It was around that time. Um, so this was prior to 2018. I don't remember which year it was, but I want to say it was about maybe two or three years before. Um, so I have oh, been... So sorry, I
0: met each other. Okay, never mind. Yes. Yeah, so, you did it right after we met. Because we didn't meet Yeah.
1: Yeah, it might have been even a little before then, but I know for sure it was before twenty eighteen. But um, so so on and off I would apply for jobs. And so um, so after after I had got advice from my mom and, you know, some other family about applying for jobs, they had suggested that I follow up after I put in my application and to do it within within at least two or three days of applying. So I took mom's advice on that and so i had applied to payless i forgot like what day of the week it was so i thought
0: okay, payless was one of those stores you had they always tell you when you went into a play, oh just go online and do it
1: yeah that wasn't yeah that was one of many stores that i had attempted to apply in person where they would give me the whole You're just store. like 90 percent of
0: stores nowadays
1: go online
0: pretty much Which, I'll yeah. talk about that in a minute but it's advised that if you even when you apply online to follow up with them, especially if you go in person, but you can do a phone call as well. But go ahead, all right. And so,
1: so I applied and I waited the 48 hours or so. And so, a couple days later, I decided to call, give them a call, and you know, to kind of hint at them, like, hey, I'm interested in the position I applied for. So, a, a, it sounded like a young female that had answered and just you could just tell by the sound of her voice it was a younger female so she answers the phone and so I told her who I was and why I was calling and then when I had asked if the manager was in so I could speak with them she kind of it just was weird she kind of like hesitated for a minute and was like oh you know they're they're not they're not here today manager's not in today And that I said, okay, that's fine, you know. um, I then asked her when would the next time the manager be in so then I can call, you know, check back in on that date. And again, she kind of paused and was like, oh, I don't know. Um, And then all of a sudden she turns around and says, oh, you can call back within two or three days. And I just said, okay. I just said, okay, well, um thank you very much and i hung up how awkward does that sound
0: that sounds so awkward
1: yeah and especially that like, she kept kind of pausing when i would ask her questions so it kind of made me think like does she, does she not want me to say like does she does she not want me to proceed forward so or, like here's to me
0: what that sounds like what to me it sounds like is the manager was in but didn't want to deal with anybody because usually that's how it works. The Managers don't want to deal with people. Now, if you go in in person and ask for them directly, they kind of have to deal with it you because you're like right there. But if you're over the phone, they don't, they don't want to deal with that. If it doesn't pertain to their job, they don't care. I'm not saying all managers are like this, but in my experience, most of the ones that I have worked with have been like that. Basically, if it's not something that's like right in their face or something that is something that they have to do for their job, they don't want to do it surprise surprise that so sense. essentially what wound up happening when i went to pay less was i i went because i printed out an application online like legit filled it out everything on on the computer because like i copy pasted everything into like document or whatever and filled it out on my computer printed it took it in tried to turn it in and the girl told me no just go online and apply I told her well I already did that but I wanted to bring a paper copy into you so you guys have it and she was just like oh well we'll just check online for you like what's your name and I told her my name so she got a little sticky note and wrote it down because the manager was quote-unquote on lunch right now that's what she told me so I was like okay like write my name down a couple weeks go by I'm at the mall again not only putting in more applications for places that would take a paper application, but also checking up on other online applications that I did. And as I'm passing by the playlist, I thought, you know what, I might as well go check up because I want to see if the manager, like, looked, at least looked, or at least got the sticky note, you know. Mm -hmm. So I go in and now it's a different girl working and I let her know, like, hey, what's up? Like, I applied online and then last week I came in to check up and they wrote my name down. Can you, like, maybe... see if the manager's in and i can like talk to them and she told me oh no like the manager like the head manager's not working today or whatever or hiring manager i forget what she said if it was the head manager or the hiring manager but they said oh well she's not working today like but we can write your name down so she took another sticky note and wrote my name down and this must have happened like several times like i must been there like eight or nine times and every time it was always Oh, gee, the manager conveniently happens to not either not be there or be busy doing something, so they had to write my name down. And I never got a call back. I never, no, nothing. Because they weren't, just because they wrote my name down, just because they write something down, doesn't mean they are giving it to the manager. And even if they do, it doesn't mean the manager is checking it. Right. Like, wouldn't it just be easier to tell the people, like, hey, what's up? Like, we're not hiring right now. Like,
1: right? Yeah, make it more simple. I've,
0: I've had places tell me that, too, like, when they just didn't want to, like... Like, I've had... Because legally, they can't deny give deny you an application. They have to give you an application, at least where we live at. So... Um, They'll give you the application, but they'll tell you, like, you can fill it out and turn it in and everything, but we're not hiring right now. So if you don't hear from us, like, we're just not hiring right now. You know? Mm-hmm. Which I always kind of appreciate, because, like, at least you know, like, okay, well, they're not going to call me. Like, they have it, but I know they're not going to call. But at least they said, like, we're not going to call you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, so many they'll be like oh well we'll call you and then they don't or they'll give you an interview make you think you got it and be like we'll call you and then they don't
1: oh I hate that too
0: or they'll pull what Morgan from Denny's pulled and tell you oh my god you got the job come back in and then you go back in and they hide from you awkward (laughs) (laughs) and then months later when you're just trying to have a good time with your friend they come out and are like oh my god what the fuck are you doing in my restaurant? Because it's not like people go out to fucking eat. Why are you here? Sorry, y'all. If I'm a little bit salty about that, it's because I am. Like, she didn't have to be weird about it. She could have just been honest.
1: She could have spared a lot of awkwardness from that, that's
0: for sure. Right?
1: I don't understand people sometimes.
0: No, it's super weird.
1: Or like that young gal on the other end of the phone at Payless.
0: Right? Like if you're not hiring or you're not going to talk to the manager or the manager doesn't want to talk to me, just fucking say so.
1: Yeah. But you, but you know what's one good thing that comes out of that, that piece, though? At, at least in my what? experience. Is about a year and a half to two years after... I got hired from Macy's. Um, they, Payless ended up closing. They ended up going under and just ended up permanently closing from the mall. So and then even
0: long after that, all of the Paylesses went it. So even if you would have transferred, eventually the one you transferred to would have gone under too. So.
1: so it was like something was preventing me or telling me no.
0: Everything happens. Well, not everything, but most things happen for a reason, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So, Sandra, I have another weird interview story for you. Let's hear it. Okay, I'm pretty sure I've told this story before on the podcast, but I've told it where it was just me recording, so I want to hear your reaction to this, and you can feel free to give any, like, thoughts you have on this. All right, so... I applied for, I applied for and eventually worked at Burger King, but it took a couple tries and a couple different Burger Kings to finally get hired at one because Burger King is known for doing open interviews on Wednesdays. So the one nearest my house when I lived with Aaron's parents did one. So of course I, this was towards the end of us living there. And at this point I really did start looking seriously for a job because I fucking wanted out of there. Um, So I decided to go to this open interview. Basically, what led me to the open interviews, I went in, I put in a paper application, but then told me, instead of, like, having the manager come out and talk to me, even though I had asked, can the hiring manager come out and talk to me, they told me, how about we have an open interview on Wednesday at 10 a.m., you just come to that, and, like, whatever, 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 okay, so I'm, like, okay, cool, at least it's something, like, I know it's an open interview, and, Open interviews usually aren't necessarily meaning that they're going to hire you. It just means like open interview, whatever. But at least it's something, right? Mm-hmm. So I come back. I literally walk in. I realize everyone else there except for two of the girls all have applications. I t- I let the person know I'm here for the open interview at 10 a.m. It was 9:30, and the girl tells me, "Okay, well we." What was your name? So she, I tell her my name. She goes to the back, brings up this finder, looks through the thing, and says, oh, we, we conveniently, conveniently, we lost your application. Do you mind filling out another one for us really quick? And I said, oh, that's fine. So I go to a table, and I start filling it out. And again, that's when I looked around and realized, like, everyone else there is not just, like, doing random shit in their notebooks. They're literally all filling out, except for these two girls, all filling out their applications again. That should have been my first red flag, but I thought, you know what, maybe this person's really unorganized and they just don't know anything, whatever. So we sit there, open interviews are supposed to start at 10 a.m., right? 10 a.m. rolls around. All of us sit there for a while. 10.30 rolls around. All of us are still sitting there. There's been no sign of the hiring manager, no sign of anything. They've had a girl come out and tell us, like, oh, like, our hiring manager's running a little bit behind, like, she'll be here, but, like, seriously if open interviews are supposed to start at 10 a.m., why are you not bothering to show up till almost 11? Like, that to me is like, if you knew open interviews were at 10 a.m., why make everybody wait?
1: Oof, that's a huge red flag.
0: That should have been my second red flag. But no. So first she comes in, and i if I'm guessing, there's maybe like seven or eight people there. So first she goes, A couple of the people then it gets to the two girls who didn't have to refill out an application she literally interviews them both literally every interview that she goes through is less than five minutes long it's literally her asking people two or three questions thanking them for their time and then her saying oh like we'll call you and then leaving both of these girls who didn't have to fill out an application first off literally they weren't even interviewing like I could hear them. I was, like, two tables away. I could hear everything. She wasn't asking them questions. Nothing. was literally her sitting there visiting with them, talking to them, because they were her friends. She wasn't interviewing them, and she wasn't interviewing anybody else to hire them. She literally had already decided in her mind that her friends were getting the job, but she had to do the open interview because there was a sign on the door, and she told a bunch of people about it, and... So finally, she interviews the last of the two girls, and I'm the last one sitting there. And she looks over at me and goes, oh, I didn't interview you? And I said, no, I've been sitting here this whole time, and you didn't. She goes, okay, come over here. What's your name again? So she goes through her her binder looking for my application. And I told her, well, you don't have my application because I have my application, and I handed it to her. And she goes, oh, okay, sorry about that. Red flag number three, like you told me, you lost my application and made me fill out a new one, and it didn't bother to like realize that you asked me to fill out a new one. Like that's weird, right? mm mm-hmm. Is that just me? Okay. So she literally asks me two questions. Two questions. Two questions. Number one, what it, what, what hours am I available to work? Even though she's looking at the application in her hand, reading it, what hours am I available to work? Even though it says right on the application, that's like the first question they ask you, what hours are you available to work? And you have to ask, it's literally right there on the paper in front of you. But I answered it and I told her, I'm available for all shifts every day. So open availability anytime you need me to come work, I can work for you. It's cool. And she tells me, oh, okay, that's great. Like, um, like, I see that, you know, you're not a, a student. So like, that's really good, because she's like, most people that work here are high school or college kids. So we usually have to work around people. So it's going to be good not to have to do that for you. And I'm just like, okay, thanks, I guess. <laughs> like <laughs> Then the second question, which literally has nothing to do with A job. If you could be an animal, what kind of animal would you be, and why? Oh,
1: that's a very off the wall question for a a fast. What the fuck does that have to
0: do with that Burger King? (laughs) Wow. And where are you getting your questions from? Like Facebook. Like, are you trying to become Facebook friends with me or some shit? Because,
1: like... Is this, like, a mini fun Facebook
0: game survey or quiz or whatever you want to call it? Are you trying to fucking, like, speedbait me? Like, I don't know what's going on here. Like, what was the point? Like, I understand, like, you know... Oh, like what are your strengths and weaknesses or like what qualities do you feel like you possess that would make it, you know what I mean? Like stuff like that. But if you were an animal, what kind of animal would you be and why? What does that have to do with anything? And I'm pretty sure I, I said a dog because they're loyal, they're friendly and energetic and it's literally a line. I stole from that. So Raven, because I did not know how to fucking answer that. (laughs) <laughs> right like <ooh. laughs> like is that just me oh and by the way she pulled the thank you for coming like I'll let you know I'll call you and they never did because they never do and honestly after that like who? why who, who, I wouldn't want her to <laughs> to be honest
1: it sounds like she was like half-assing the interview just so she could not only make it short but also
0: not because she already made up her mind didn't care about the people yeah what it was is corporate makes burger king do open interviews corporate makes them so she had to and had to make it look like she did it even though she already knew who she wanted to hire which by the way the Burger King I worked at when I lived in Escalon, they did an open interview. I went to it about a month before. They basically said, oh, like, you know, if you don't hear back from us, come check up. That's what they told me. They said, literally, like, come check up on us and bug us. Like, if you need a job that bad, like, come check up on it. So I did that. And you know what? It got me a solo interview doing that because they did need people. And when I got the solo interview, he basically told me, like, yeah, like, um most of the people from the the group interviews or whatever or open interviews don't come and check back up on it and he said so a lot of them unless like we know their experience and know they would be like an asset to the team if you don't come check back up on it we'll forget so like and then here's another thing that that Burger King does so technically Online, you can go online and apply, even though they have paper applications, you can still apply online as well. So um, so here's what a secret, uh, I'm not gonna give out a name or who said this to me, or what position they held at the restaurant, but they basically told me if people came in and they they just based off of looks, weren't interested in having this person work there, they would just tell them, oh, go apply online. Because they admitted that we don't actually check the stuff where people apply online unless they come and bug us about it and tell us to. So if you apply online, you're probably not going to get hired. At least not at Burger King. Just saying.
1: That actually doesn't surprise me.
0: <laughs> I don't know if all Burger Kings are around that way, but the one I worked at, that's what I was told one day because I asked because I said like when I came in to apply you guys told me that you were going to have an open interview like I didn't know I could apply online and they were like yeah you can we don't want you to because we don't really check it we'd rather you have the open interview but like if we don't want you to work here we'll tell you just go online and I'm like good to
1: know (laughs) (laughs) yeah it took me a few years on and off to finally land a job?
0: Yeah. Oh, we should tell them the story about working together at Abercrombie. Oh, we should. Okay, guys. So, was working at Abercrombie like your first job? Um, yes. Or no? Yeah? Okay, so guys, we all know back a couple years ago, my sister used to manage in Abercrombie and Fitch. And... So basically on holiday times, a couple different, I think like two or three years in a row, I was like a seasonal worker there because my sister basically said, we just need people to like fill positions. Like she's like, you don't have to know what you're doing. Essentially all you're doing is folding clothes. Um, so you don't really, you know,
1: easy peasy stuff.
0: Yeah, pretty much, because she said all the experienced people will be the ones dealing with the cash and all that, so you just have to full quote, so I'm like, cool, like, I can do that, Um, so around October, I think it was 2018, yeah, because I was pregnant with Max, so, or no, 2017, because I was pregnant with Max, so the end of 2017, my sister got in contact with me right before Halloween and told me, hey, this year, can you work, like, Black Friday and, like, a couple off and on times throughout the year like for 2018 and I was just like yeah totally I'm down so um she asked me to ask Sandra um for Black Friday and all that I think you said you were busy because I think that's when you guys went to like Reno or something for Thanksgiving I don't remember but you guys yeah, something
1: stayed, was- home, but there was a lot going on in my family at the time
0: yeah But, anyways, um, yeah. So, I worked Black Friday; everything goes great. And I actually asked you a couple different times, like each of the days. Like I would get asked to ask you, and every time you had a lot going on. So I finally was just like, you know what? I know she's super busy. I'm just going to tell my sister no. So um, then March rolls around, and she says, "Hey, it's spring. We're putting out all the summer clothes." Like we're going to have a big sale. We need bodies because a bunch of people are leaving. So we need bodies. Can you come in and just do more fold down stuff for us? And I'm just like, yeah, totally in. Like, let's do it. So she told me to ask you again. And at first I will say she, at first I did kind of hesitate in asking you because I um, felt like the last time you kind of kept saying, but like, we're so busy and I have so much going on. And there was a commute, you guys, like a three-hour commute. So I, I like, didn't want to put that pressure on Tinder because I knew at the time, like, unless she met up with me and my sister super early, she wouldn't be able to, like, get to the commute out there. So um, at first I didn't ask you, so I worked, like, a day or two by myself out there with my sister and this other staff and then finally I told my sister like should I just ask Sandra and my sister's like oh my god yes you didn't ask her and I was like no and she's like why not and I was just like because every time I do I feel bad because she has to commute and she doesn't have a driver's license or a car like I feel bad and my sister's like we need people like you need to ask her so I asked you and you said yes
1: yeah, and I, and I told, I told my mom, like, I'm going to go, and she's like, yeah, she goes, she goes, at least you'll get a day's worth of experience.
0: Right. And it'll give you, like, a an actual, like, professional reference, even if it was just the one day. Two, technically, because me and my sister. Right. So, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> Right, I think these last couple of years, like um, she's came in clutch. Well, at least in that respect. Now she works a different job, and technically, because her job, you have to have a degree at, um, and it's you know, I'm not going to go into detail because it's like a lot. But um, the place she works at now, it's not like a retail store where she can just like reach out and be like, "Hey, come work for me." So she works for the county, so she can't really do that, but. <laughs> Yeah, Um, But in those instances, she kind of came in clutch for us.
1: Pretty much, yeah. That was a fun day, though.
0: Right? Okay, so basically what happened is we... Dude, okay, so I'll tell you what I saw on the way there, and then we can kind of fill in the gaps together about the whole day. So basically what happened... On the way there, so we were both going to meet up somewhere and then go to my sister's house together because this is when she lived with her ex-roommate. She doesn't live there anymore. But so basically, we're going to meet up at a convenience store on Tully and then drive there with my grandma to my sister's house. All I remember is we're driving and we're going down that coffee and Briggsmore, that term right there, mm-hmm. by the church and the hospital.
1: Yeah, I know where that is.
0: Literally, we hear the skidding noise, and this car literally was like inches away from my grandma's back bumper. And we look back, and there's a guy in the back, and he's like waving his arms around and he's slapping at stuff. And we're like, What, what the freak? freak? He then turns onto more but you know how it's a divided road? So one side of the road goes one way, and then on the other side of the median, it goes the other way. Mm-hmm. He turned onto it going the wrong way. Oh, the other side. Luckily, there was no traffic at the time because it was like seven in the morning, and we're watching him. He goes down the wrong way, makes a U turn, comes back, goes out into the intersection on a red light, and comes back down our way to go down the road the right way. What? I'm watching this, and I told my grandma, "Like, can we like pull over somewhere so he can like pass by us? Because I'm scared like he's gonna hit us because he was driving it like he was swerving, he was going in and out of lanes, just like all over the place." We were the only other car out there, so if he's going to hit someone, it's going to be us. Like, Can we just like, let him go ahead of us? So like, so my grandma kind of pulled to the side of the road. He passes by us, and then we pull back out. And we're just watching him. He, like I said, he's swerving all, all over the road. We see him turn down into a neighborhood, again, on the wrong side of the road. Um, and then turn into a bunch of, like, parking lots and do a bunch of, like, turns and weird shit in these parking lots, and we're like, what the fuck? Then he starts going through neighborhoods, but instead of being on the wrong side of the road, he's going, like, 80 miles an hour through a bunch of neighborhoods, in a van, by the way, you guys, he's in a van, not, like, a hot rod or, like, no, in a van. What Yeah. So, like, what is happening? And I told my grandma, like, we pull over the thing and we're seeing you pass by the gas station literally just a minute before you, you and your mom pulled up. And I told my grandma, like, should we call the police? Like, you should call the police. Like, someone needs to call the police. I said, I. And at the time, I had wrote down his, like, license plate. So I told my grandma, call the police. Like, you need to call the police before you get, get back out there and drive on the road. Like, call the police. This is his license. Like, call the police. And my grandma's just like, no, that's fine. Like, he'll crash somewhere and the police will come. And I'm just like, no, like, we can't. we, we can't wait for <laughs> that. Sounds horrible to say, but, like. And <sighs> um, my, my Nana eventually did tell me, like, yeah, he did eventually crash somewhere. And I said, "Where?" because he was in a parking lot, and he hit a parked car. She said, "Nobody was in it, but he like went in there and just like boom, right in the parked car." Oh, she's wow. like, "I didn't when I drove by, he was like out there screaming at the parked car, and the front of his car was all smashed, and the back of their car was all smashed." So she's like, "I know." <laughs> wow. She's like, I just kept going because I didn't want to talk to police or anything. And I was just like, Grandma, like you could have uh, you could have helped someone. Oh uh, well. But anyways, let's talk about the commute. The commute was interesting because we filled my sister in on the Chris. We called her Christine. We filled my sister in on the Christine situation. The one who randomly stopped talking to you and has issues for no reason. Or, not no reason, there is a reason she just decided not to tell you and block you on everything. Pretty much, yeah.
1: And it's still unknown to this day. But yeah,
0: we filled in your sister on that. And then we got to work and I basically showed you how to do fold down and then we, like, did full down together in the same front room and restocked. It was a fun day.
1: And interact with customers oh. here and there.
0: Yeah, we went to lunch together too and got a $5 foot loan at Subway.
1: That was fun. That was a fun day. Right? And then we went back and did it again for another four or five hours. And then we,
0: then we got in, in the ca- car and we commuted home.
1: Which, if, In which, if you live in the Bay Area, there's always traffic on the freeways, especially. Or if you even commute to the Bay Area. If you live in California, you know how that is.
0: Should we tell them I told the story of Pants Lady, too? Have you heard the story of Pants Lady? Mm, you think you told me the
1: story a while back?
0: Okay, well, let's just see your, your reaction to this. So, this happened when I was working at Abercrombie. Again, it happened that same year when I was pregnant with Max. It happened during like the Black Friday time, so it was literally Friday. We had worked Thursday night. We'd worked until I think we didn't leave there until like five, six in the morning, and then we had to be back there. Oh, no, we left there at three. We had to be back there at six or six or seven. So I, I just remember we went to the car and like napped for a little bit in the car and we went back in and like worked another whole day. So it, that's got to tell you, like, we were not in the mood for this shit. Oh, and when we, when we worked there another whole day, we were working 12 hour shifts, by the way. So we were there from like six or seven in the morning till like seven at night. Okay, so, or no, this night, no, we were closing this night, because this night was, okay, whatever. It must have been on a Sunday, because, okay, hold on, hold on, I'm confusing myself. So this one happened on a Sunday, because closed happened at 7, and on Sundays, they closed at 7. So we got there at 7 a.m. and worked till 7, but we did go home and go to bed first, so it wasn't like, like actual black friday okay sorry how to like work out in my mind like how come i'm so confused okay that's what happened this happened on a sunday so essentially the sunday after black friday the big sale was still going on because like i said that's the sale that all most stores used to set out all their their shit from the year that didn't sell all year long that's when they put it out there on clearance and you can buy it that's why it's such a huge sale That's what Abercrombie does anyways. And anything that doesn't sell from there, they send to the outlet stores, basically. Um, We had everything set out. And if you guys know this, about 10 years or so ago, maybe a little after that, um, Abercrombie changed their, their logo, like the way their logo looked. It looked different when we were younger. It was like a different logo. They redid their logo and redid a bunch of stuff, like gave the store like kind of a makeover, you know, to make it more modern or whatever.
1: Yeah, I, I remember. I remember the logo back then, and remember seeing
0: the change of it. So, um, this woman comes in. She's probably like an older woman in her forties. I'll just call her Karen because, well, <laughs> fitting. Just listen to the story. You're Karen or Pants Lady? Or just Karen Pants Lady. That's her full name, Karen Pants Lady. So she comes in and she has this pair of jeans. And she comes in. She tells, first she tells one of the other um, employees, one of them that was working the cash wrap. So she was behind the counter. I was doing fold down. She lets the girl behind the cash wrap know like, hey, I know you guys are closing soon. But I talked to the manager on the phone yesterday. And she told me that I could return these pants even though I've had them for five weeks. If you don't know, um, return policy usually is thirty days or four weeks, depending on depending on who you talk to. But since she'd had them over the full, fo- over the well. I don't know if she said five weeks or six weeks, but she'd had them over the return policy. That's what she said. But the manager on the phone had told her since it was just barely over the return policy and they were, according to her, damaged, the zipper was broken, that it was okay for her to come and exchange them for a different pair of jeans. So my the girl says, okay, hang on. Like, let me go talk to the manager here now because she wasn't here yesterday or she wasn't the one that you talked to or something like that. So she goes to the back where Mm -hmm. Amanda was at and tells Amanda, like, hey, this woman's at the front wanting to exchange some jeans, and she said she talked to the manager on the phone yesterday. Um, The manager's, let's say her name was Tina. She said she talked to Tina on the phone yesterday and that Tina said she could exchange these jeans. And when my sister went out there, she told my sister that she came in and talked to Tina. So my sister was like, um, okay, so my sister said, can I see the jeans because Tina's not here, and since Tina's not here, I'm the one who's going to make the call of yes or no, if you can exchange them or not, basically, since she's not here. And so she looks at the jeans, and she said instantly right off the bat, she notices on the tag, it's the old logo. Hmm. So my sister asks her, like, okay, how long have you had these jeans again? Like, you said you'd had them just over the return policy. And the lady goes, Yeah, I just had him. Um, she said, This time her story changed again. She said, Oh, yeah, I've had him for about six months, but they said since they're damaged and the zipper is busted, I could bring them in and exchange them. And I talked to her. Remember how she said, First, she said that it was over the phone. Then she said she came in and talked to her. She then said, Yeah, I came in and asked an employee, and the employee asked Tina, not I came in and talked to Tina, like she had said at first. And so my sister was like, okay, well, these jeans are over six months old. And the zipper is working fine. It's not damaged. Um, I'll let you exchange them, but you have to exchange them for a clearance pair. Like, that's fine. Because the only place you could have gotten these at six months ago was at the outlet stores. So you, since our clearance stuff is going to the outlet store anyways after today, like, I'll let you exchange it for that. The lady then got upset and said, no, I bought these brand new, not from the outlet So I bought them here, brand new. You're going to let me exchange them for another brand new pair. And my sister said, okay, then you're not going to exchange them at all then. Because I told you, I gave you the option to exchange for a, a clearance pair. By the way, the clearance pairs are brand new. Nobody's ever worn them. They're just on clearance because we, we are trying to get rid of them before everything else you know Mm -hmm. so the lady was just like not having it and she told my sister well tina said blah 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 so my sister's like okay well let me call tina then and ask her so my sister went to the back called tina tina basically said she had no recollection of this lady nobody had came in and said that she said that she knew a lady called in on one of the phones and that a one of the employees came and asked her and she told them no, that this lady could not exchange something that she'd had over the return policy. So the lady straight up was lying. Hmm, Makes sense why her story changed so much. Anyways. Mm -hmm. So my sister's like, okay, well I told her this and she's like, okay, well whatever. So the lady eventually just tells my sister, well, you're going to let me exchange it for a brand new pair, not a clearance pair, a regular pair, or I'm just going to follow you around the store until you close. And my sister says, that's fine. We close in like half an hour. I really don't care. Like I'm going to be in the back and you won't be able to get in the back because you're not an employee. So go ahead. Try to follow me around until closing. I don't care. So then when she realized like my sister didn't care and my sister just went to the back so she couldn't follow her anyways, she then followed the girl around behind the cash wrap. And when she realized the girl behind the cash wrap was literally just standing behind the register, not doing anything because there was nothing else for her to do. She came and followed me around while I was basically restocking or putting, putting back the stuff people returned or whatever. And she started trying to talk to me about like, well, your manager said I could return these and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, lady, I was in the same room. I already know all this. I'm not going to help you return the jeans. And even if I could, like, even if I was going to help you return the jeans, I need a manager's approval, and I guarantee you my sister would not have approved that shit. Guarantee you. So then she's, like, when she realizes, like, I'm not going to help her or I can't help her, she just, like, gets all huffy and, like, walks out and storms out. And I was, like, okay, bye, Ben. like, <laughs>
1: Guess she didn't need that brand new pair of jeans that bad after all.
0: What I think happened, because my sister said when she inspected them, there was no damage. The zipper was still working, even though the lady claimed it was broken. What she thinks happened is basically this lady either, one of two things, either this lady had had this pair of jeans for years and they didn't fit her anymore, or she just didn't like them anymore, or they weren't in style anymore, so she wanted to come and get new pants, but didn't want to pay for them, or... She bought them at the outlet, realized these are just like crappy outlet jeans, even though the jeans at the outlets are the same ones they sell at the stores. They're just like not on store shelves anymore because they're out of season, basically. And um, realized that, you know, these are outlet jeans. They're basically out of season, probably not in style anymore either. And now I want to get regular jeans and try to just come and exchange them at the store. And my sister was just like, eh, no. And when she realized she wasn't going to be allowed to do it. She got mad. And she basically said, I wasted my gas coming down here. Hmm, doesn't that sound like someone we know? I wasted my gas and my time coming down here to exchange these jeans because you guys told me you would do it, and now you're not going to do it. Don't you just well, know. The, the thing. If, if you were here yesterday and Tina told you you could exchange the jeans, why didn't you do it yesterday? Right? Yeah.
1: Why didn't you? Do, yeah. Why would you wait a day to do that?
0: Well, I didn't have her excuses. I didn't have them with me yesterday. <laughs> okay.
1: You gotta love customers like Karen Pants Lady,
0: right? They're the best. My favorite.
1: <laughs> I think they're every retail. Retail employee's favorite.
0: Not. (laughs) Oh my god. They're even worse at at like food places. I'm not kidding you. We literally had a. Okay we had a power outage. And had a lady. Offer to bring a generator in. Just so we could cook all of her food. For just her. And we're like. So basically. a. If you live in California, you know the last couple years with the fires and everything, the last couple years PG&E has been shutting off power so they can go in and shut down, take down old lines, um, cut down trees, all that other kind of stuff to help prevent fires and other stuff. Um, During one of these power outages or times where the power went out, um, I had worked at Jack in a Box at the time and literally what we do then is we shut down All of the stuff is shut down because it all needs electricity to run, right? So what we do is we wait for it to cool off once everything, like we go mop the floors, do whatever cleaning we can do while the stuff cools off. Then we pull everything out and clean underneath it, clean it off, all that stuff. That's what we do. All just cleaning. And basically whatever food is in the the product holding unit, we either take home with us or we eat it while we're there because it's just gonna go bad if we don't. So um, it's already cooked and everything. So like I said, somebody's gotta eat it. So we were told we were allowed to eat what was in there. We were told to empty out the shake machine. So we emptied out the shake machine, but like we, I did it before it melted or got a couple of things of shake mix before it like completely thawed out all the way. So, I got a couple free milkshakes, woo woo. It was good. But anyway, okay, well, not really milkshakes because I didn't get to mix them, but it was still good, okay? But yeah, we had people calling all night. My manager wouldn't answer the phone. and I told her, I'll answer the phone. I don't care. I'll tell people, like, we're closed. Don't come here. <laughs> and I had one lady, she called in and said, Hey, I know the pal is out, but are you open? And I said, no the power is out and she goes so you're not open and I said we can't cook anything because the power is out okay but like if I bought a generator I have a generator I could have my husband put in the truck if I brought it there could you guys cook me something like if I ordered something and I told her lady we have all our stuff pulled out and we're cleaning it so no and she was just like oh well why not and i told her all our stuff is being clean like nothing is working right now and she, but i have a generator oh.
1: she was very adamant and i
0: just told her well we're not gonna do that and she's just like why won't you and i said because we're not we're closed and she's like But the -the jack-in-the-box here is open 24 hours. And I said, not today it isn't. And she goes, well, I could call the police. And then I hung up on her. And I was like, yeah, call them. Like, they're not going to do shit. Like, if they come here, I'll just tell them, like, none of our stuff works. We can't cook anything for her. Sorry, like, for clothes. And and that's if they even came out. Because I guarantee you, they would think this is stupid and not come out. Yeah, no. I literally told everyone I worked with and every I worked with burst into hysterical laughter and was like, why the fuck would you call the police on us for not being able to do something? Like, even if you bought the generator, all of our stuff has been cooled off and pulled out. Like, it would take, like, I don't know, 20, 30 minutes to get the heat back up. Like, you'd be waiting for a long damn time for your food, even with a generator. That is, if your generator had enough power to power any of that in there because it takes a lot of power yeah no that
1: that's just an insane
0: for a power outage is get a charcoal grill and cook it yourself or a gas grill and cook it your fucking self if you want a burger that damn bad yeah oh you can't have fries baked potatoes there you go you can do baked potatoes on a grill
1: And to me, that would be a better alternative.
0: Honestly, though, it does sound fucking good. Or like potato skins. Oh, my God.
1: But to insist on a fast food restaurant to utilize someone's personal generator to just cook them their, their food. You don't hmm. have to cook anyone else's. Just mine. Hmm. Like, that's not the way it works, madam.
0: Oh, no, wow. we were going to be giving, like, job hunting advice. I totally forgot. This has turned into, like, story time. <laughs> All right. We promised a job hunting advice, so here we go. I'll let Sandra start since she um, told me she has a piece of advice ready for you guys. Go ahead, Sandra. Okay, so when you're job hunting...
1: And just like I explained, um, or based on my experience with the Paylist thing, um, even, I know as much as it sucks to not hear back from a lot of places, but the best thing to do after you fill an application, whether it be in person, online, and or both, or both, um, always follow up, at least within, give it like a couple days or so. Um, Just, you know, just in case they would, reach out to you within the day or so but I, I know the probability of that's very low
0: but don't be discouraged by it um, well not nowadays. nowadays they're desperate for people to work but yeah always check back on stuff yeah. your best bet is to go in person but if you're not able to go in person at least call exactly call them and let them know like
1: because then it'll show them especially nowadays that you're interested in working for that company or
0: entire yeah year. i have people who are who I know that like our managers and they're telling me that like people are coming in or coming in applying, getting interviews and either no showing them so they can stay on um, like unemployment or coming in doing great at the interview. Basically, are the place is ready to hire them and then the person just ghosts <laughs> them. So don't do any of that. Like if you really want to work somewhere and you do great at the interview and they want to hire you, take the job. Definitely. Because like nowadays, like I said, places nowadays really, there's a lot of people out there who after coronavirus want to either work from home or want to try and stay on unemployment or assistance or whatever because, because, or just don't want to work and just don't care. And so I'm not saying everybody's like that. There's a lot of people who after the whole coronavirus thing, aren't working. So pretty much, you can go out there right now and take your pick. So if you really want to work somewhere, show that you're interested, and they'll 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 be down for that. Like most of the time.
1: Oh yeah, especially that they're short staff pretty much every, almost everywhere.
0: Right. Right. So, for mine, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, do it within your means. Like, if you know you're underqualified for a job just because they're desperate and understaffed, if you're underqualified, it doesn't matter how understaffed they are. If you're underqualified, like, you need a degree to get the job and you don't have it, don't waste your time. Because even even though they're understaffed and desperate for people, they still aren't going to hire you if you're not, if you don't have the necessary education for the job that you want, you know? Yeah,
1: you you wanna have the you wanna have the proper qualifications.
0: And if you don't, no time like the present, go back to school, take a, a different job for now, and then go back to school and get the qualification for the job that you want. You can always try later. hmm
1: That would be like me right now trying to apply for a teaching position, but I don't have my bachelor's.
0: Or, like, me, like, I've always wanted to, like, work as, like, on a movie somewhere. It would be like me going in somewhere and being like, hey, what's up? I want to be, like, your costume and makeup person. I don't know anything about that shit, but, like, let me dress all of you and put makeup on you. Even though I don't fucking know how. And legally haven't passed the state board test, so couldn't if I wanted to. You think they would hire someone like that? know so here's what you do like i said get some stupid job for now that you even if you hate it it's just for now while you go to school it'll support you while you go to school get you money while you go to school get the education you need and then go try again for that job you really actually want if you want that job that bad you'll you'll find a way And this one, here's one that I always thought was so stupid as a kid but I've kind of learned as I've gotten older. Actually, does mean something. Okay, so when I was a kid, why I thought this one, this one kind of has a backstory. I'm so sorry, I'm just like story time all over the place today. Um, basically, when I was job hunting as like a teenager or whatever, or like even in my super early 20s, like 20 years old, 21 years old they would tell me to dress up and I thought that was so stupid. They would tell me like, and literally like they were trying to get me to wear like super nice button downs and slacks and all of a sudden basically look super formal, which you don't have to look formal, but at least look somewhat professional. Like you don't necessarily have to wear nice slacks or a button down, but if you wear a dress that like with like a nice little jacket over it or something, or like maybe like a nice skirt Or if you're a guy, you wear like some nicer, even a girl, like nicer jeans, not like that are like a, not faded, not ripped up, but like nicer jeans with like a nicer top. It'll show that you like putting forth the effort and you look presentable and you look professional. Like if you overdo it, it's going to look overdone and it's going to be weird. That is true. But Mm -hmm. like, there's a way you don't want to just dress down either because then it shows that like it kind of makes it seem like you aren't even trying and if you're not even going to try then what's the point why -hmm. should they hire someone who's not going to try
1: yeah like like it's almost like you're marrying yourself as a slob in in other words
0: pretty much so like when they say dress for success yes do that but there's a way to do it do it without being overkill you don't need to be overkill (laughs) because i was literally told like by Jan, that's his code name on here, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about, to, like, literally, he wanted me to wear slacks and a button-down or, like, uh, black pants and a button-down. I'm like, what am I, like, the waitress at a wedding? Like, no. Yeah. But here's the thing. There's a difference between dressed up, presentable, and, like, semi-professional dressed up and date dressed up. Like, you don't want to go out looking like you're going on, like, a night out either, because that I've done that before. I didn't get the job, so it's probably not what you wanna <laughs> say.
1: Yeah. Yeah, like 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 you like you stated perfectly. You don't wanna dress down, but you don't wanna make it make it
0: too overboard either. Or the wrong type of dressed up. <laughs> like girl, there was literally one time okay. Literally okay. I was so excited I wore a pair of nice jeans but then I wore like this super glittery top and it was like a v-neck and it was kind of low cut like what what was I doing like who would hire like where was I going a nightclub (laughs) I mean like I said I didn't get the job so like clearly that didn't work I mean, I guess if you're going to, like, apply for a nightclub job, I guess you could wear something like that. Or, like, a stripping job or bartender or something, but, like, still. <laughs> just kidding, don't do that. Don't. I mean, unless you really do want to be a stripper, then I guess go for it.
1: I guess, I guess the meaning is... They're the mean <laughs> just
0: making OnlyFans. <laughs> Skip the whole, like, job application hiring thing. Just make it only fans. Dance on a webcam. Like, you'll probably make way more money that way than at some strip club, by the way. <laughs> oh, my God. I was sorry. It has nothing to do with jobs, but it's so funny. Okay. all right bonus bonus feature i'm going to tell you this super funny story have you ever seen a real life stripper
1: no i have not
0: okay so one time i went to a bachelorette party it's the only one i've ever went to in my life and we saw a real life stripper in my friend's living room oh my gosh and you would think that because it was a bachelorette party it would have been like a male stripper no know if it was just this girl yep so she shows up right and she's like okay first off when she shows up like we weren't expecting like we knew there was going to be a stripper because they told everybody but we weren't expecting like a female stripper we thought it was going to be like like in the movie it's like some dude dresses like a cop or a pizza delivery guy showing up at the door and being like yeah i'm here to deliver this dick but like like, no, it was full on, like, this little girl, like, she, she looked, I was 19, she looked younger than me. So, you know, probably a minor pretending to be a grown-up, to be a stripper, but who knows? Anyways, she looked younger than me, and she looked, like, nervous as fuck, so, of course, like... She comes in and she tells me, like, oh, you guys pick some music. I'm like, I'm not ready yet. I'm going to go in the bathroom and get ready. Just pick whatever music you want. And we're just like, uh, shouldn't you have music, like, in your outfit and everything already prepared, like, when you show up somewhere to strip for them? So I was, like, so confused because in the movies, they always show up and they're already in their outfit or, like... They're in a strip club and they already have the music and the outfits and everything prepared. Everything's already done. Like, so I thought that's how it was supposed to be. But she's in the bathroom getting ready. Me and all my friends are like confused because, like, wait a minute. You're supposed to have all this already picked out. Like, you're supposed to bring your own music. You're supposed to, like, what's happening? So she comes out of the bathroom. And she's literally wearing these little teeny panties and a little teeny top. And I'm like, wait a minute, you're supposed to start, it's stripping. You're supposed to start off with clothes on and then take them off. Like, isn't that how it's supposed to work? Otherwise, you're just like a wood dancer. I'm confused. Like, and we literally played the song. She like dances around. She's like dancing on people. And we're just like, um super awkward and uncomfortable because like it's all chicks and uh, some of them are getting really into it and like tipping her all this. but I'm kind of just like sitting there like not knowing what to do because I'm like this could be some like little ass girl somebody's daughter and like what are we doing like first of all she did it wrong second of all like what are we doing like why isn't there some dude dressed up like a cop and like a leather thong with spikes on it like what are we doing why, why this one like you know what I mean I don't know. It was just super awkward, and Lauren was like super into it. And then, like after it was over, she was like, "Oh come on, like, It was just for fun." Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like trying to explain it. I'm like, "No, this probably was wrong." So like afterwards, I went and talked to her, and I was like, "Hey, like, are you okay? Like, do like whatever. Just like trying to talk to her because like she, like I said, I was 19, and she looked younger than me, like way younger than me." And she was waiting for her ride. So that tells you right there, made me think even again that she might've been a minor because she didn't have a car. And she told me she couldn't drive because she didn't have a license. So if I'm 19 and she looks way younger than me and she can't drive. So to me, like, I'm feeling like this is somebody's like little girl and like they're making her do this shit or she's like sneaking around behind her parents' back or some shit. Like, so we're talking, she's like, yeah, I'm so nervous. Like, I've literally never done this before. And I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this is, like, your first job? Like, girl, like, why? Like, go work at McDonald's or something. Like, come on, babysit some kids. Like, you don't even have to work at Sam McDonald's. Like, I don't know. It's just super weird. Like, I felt weird about the whole thing. So, I guess it's not really that funny. It's just kind of sad, now that I think about it.
1: Yeah, it, it it really is. Sounds like
0: it. I think it depends on the situation too. Oh, speaking of which, I also had an offer to be a stripper one time. You want to hear that story? Sure. So this happened when I was a science spinner at Mountain Mike's. Okay, first, it was a couple times I've had people drive up to me and they'd give me business cards or whatever. And usually when I would call and see what the job was, it was like. Oh, uh, like, don't worry. Like, you'll have your, a different phone. They won't be able to trace your phone because you'll have a different phone. You'll tell them you're in Nevada, but you're here in California. It was always sex, sex, phone, sex lines. Which I would then tell them, like, sorry, not interested in that. Like, I'll be honest. Like, back then I was kind of a prude, probably because I didn't know anything and like hadn't done much back then, not saying that I have now, but back then I was a lot more, like, prudish. Now that I'm older, it's, like, not as bad. But, well, there's one day, this lady comes up to me, and she approaches me as I'm spinning my sign, whatever, and she says, hey, like, I have this this business that I do where we, like, we send clowns or princesses to little girl birthday parties, or boy birthday parties, like, a clown or a princess, like, or a similar cartoon character, whatever. You would just dress up as the the character, and go to the birthday party. I'm just like, that actually kind of sounds fun. Like, I probably would like that a lot more than this. And she's like, yeah, you would make, like, I think she said $300 per party plus, like, tips or whatever else, you know? So I'm like, hell yeah, like, I totally want to do that. That sounds way more fun than this. (laughs) Like, so, um, I, I, she gave me her card, and she says, like, if you're interested, like, go ahead and call me. So, I held out of the card for like a day or two. And I remember talking to Aaron about it. I remember talking to his parents about it. I remember talking to my parents about it. And everybody was just like, you know, if that's something you want to do and you want to dress. And like, you know, me, girl, I love to dress up. So, like, I felt like a job that would allow me to dress up and go eat cake and play games or whatever would have been the best job ever. Like, especially when I was that young and immature, I was just like, hell yeah, like, this is the job for me everyone says it. I if I want to do it I should do it so I'm gonna fucking do it like let's go so I call and I said a woman picks up and I said hi like the other day a woman gave me a business card and was saying about being a birthday party princess like I'm really interested in that job like whatever like um and she said oh yeah like the woman who gave you the business card with me my name is I'll call her Kathy like that's not I don't think that was her actual name, but I'll just give her name, Kathy. So I was like, oh, hi, Kathy. Like, it's Shelby. You talked to me the other day at Mountain Mike's. Um, I was the science spinner and blah, blah. And she tells me, okay, so here's the deal. I haven't actually gotten the birthday party princess um, business off the ground yet. I'm trying to start that. When I get it started, I'll let you know. But until then, um, I can send you to, like, parties and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what kind of parties? Like, I want to go to parties and she's like, yeah, but you'll have to get a dance card because, and you'll have to like, um, do some sort of like a dance card. Like, what's that? And she's like, honey, like I do, I do strippers for like bachelor parties. You'll have to get like a dance card. You'll have to get this, but you can make $700 a night. And I'm just like $700 a night. Like I want to make $700 a night. Like, but I don't want to be a stripper. Like, you know, so um, I said, can I call you back? And she goes, yeah. So I went inside and I went Aaron and we were talking about it and Aaron was like, hell no, like absolutely not. You're not doing it. Like, I don't think I would have done it anyways, even if he would have been okay with it. I think I would have gotten excited about it. Then come the day for me to actually do it and then chicken out. That's what I think would have happened if I had decided to do it. But um, pretty much I talked to him first and then I talked to my sister and both of them were like, hell no, like, don't do it. Like don't do it because even if she did start off the birthday party prince thing, like to go from being a stripper to be going to like kids' birthdays, like if you were, like, think about it this way. If you were a parent and say you were out and about one day and you randomly, you like saw the strippers like stripping and then to have them show up at your kid's birthday party, that would be weird, right? Mm-hmm. So, you're the same company for your stripper that you would like, okay. But everyone's just like, don't do it. And they said, not only that, is it then if you do that, like, imagine like other jobs, like, what are you going to go tell other jobs that you're applying for they are like normal jobs? Like, yeah, I was a stripper. Like, I know this is McDonald's, but can you hire me? I can work naked. But yeah, honestly, though, overall, I'm gonna say this. If you are a sex worker or a stripper, more power to you, like I'm sure that that's probably really stressful because like think about it, like the it's the safety, you gotta like be safe about it. You probably need to have like a guard or someone go with you. Two, like there's also the risk of like STDs, also, which you probably like have to get tested for all the time. And you know, it's probably a lot of work, a lot more work than people think it is. Actually, now that I think about it, yeah. Plus, not to mention that that if you're going to be like a stripper, you also have to like stay in shape, so you have to like work out and like eat right and do all that, and like not that I not that I don't like doing that. It's just there, there my weight goes up and down a lot, and. Don't don't get me wrong. I definitely don't mind a good workout, but I also am not the person who is going to be like, "Look at me, I'm working out every single day," and I mean, freaking kale. Yeah, I'm like, hey, what's up? I took my kids to the park for thirty minutes and chased them around. Time to go eat a cheeseburger. Like, go me. <laughs> So that's another reason, so here's, that's probably another reason it's good, because I don't think I would have been able to, like, I think if I got used to it and I did it, I would have been fine, but, like, I think it would have been really hard, like, start getting off the ground doing that, because, like, I'm, here's the thing, I'm more confident in myself now than I used to be, but back then, I will say I was, like, thinner and younger, but also I don't think I was confident enough in myself to have done it, I really don't. Cause I know that it probably takes a lot of like being confident in your body and in yourself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I'm just not like, I like I said, it's not that I'm not confident in myself. I'm just not that confident in myself. I'm really not. So like I said, if you can, if you go out there and that's your job, like more power to you, girl, you get it girl. Like that probably takes a lot of work and a lot of confidence. That not everybody can handle. I'll put it that way.
1: Yeah, I probably couldn't handle. I probably wouldn't have the confidence for that.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. Well, what else do we want to talk about? Oh my gosh. Wow. I can make two or three episodes out of this. Holy shit.
1: Is there any other, are there any other job advice out there that you want to tell our audience that are listening to this?
0: Nope. I kind of went off on a tangent. No, I think I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my That's gosh, so- okay. I'm going to end this one here just because I have the episode, I'm going to try to get you back for one more episode because I'm going to tell you about a trip I took, like a couple's trip that I took with a boy because so I've only mm. ever been on trips with two boys and that was with my ex Ben, which I tried to get you on, but uh, well it <laughs> didn't work out okay. anyway um, let's end this and if it works, it works if it doesn't, it doesn't, we'll see where it goes all right. Bye, everyone. Good night. Uh, you're welcome for the weird stories and semi-pseudo job advice. If there really was anything of value in there and you want to take that as advice, you're welcome. If not, thank you for listening. <laughs> Bye. Good night.